AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Monday. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Dynamite in a dress. I start to say donuts in a dress. <laughs> that too. Dynamite in a dress coming at you every night right here in the AM 1170 studios in San Diego from 6 to 7 p.m. Busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night. And back with me, he was gone for a couple days at the end of last week, is none other than DJ Carrot Stoops. Now look, who brought you Sheriff David Clark? And who brought you Sheriff Bill Gore? And who got on John Cox when he pulled out? Who's been running the show with Andrea K for over four years? DJ Carrotstick. Daniel Boy, you should have known by now, Carrotstick does it. Well done, my friend. Carrot sticks do it, baby. He do. You almost sounded like my man Reverend Al Sharpton there. From the Rainbow Coalition. <laughs> That's Jesse Jackson Jr. Oh. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, you know what? I got to say, well played because Radish had quite the intro Thursday and Friday. Uh, you know he did. I did hear, I happened to hear his intro on Friday, so I had to step it up. I had to show him, you know, who runs this show. Yeah, who runs this show, baby. And let me tell y'all, DJ Carrot Sticks did that. Coming off a weekend in which he, it was almost like the New York City Marathon over the weekend. Literally, that's how many miles he walked all around San Diego. This Comic-Con thing has just, it's blown up, man. So uh, thank you for being back today. It's nice to be back. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. So much to cover, and uh, you know I've got some amazing guests coming up on the show. I've got former U.S. Attorney David Katz, who's going to be back. It's been a while since he was on the show. I'm looking forward to hearing his perspective because, of course, finally, we get kind of to see the FISA warrant application, something that we have been as a public, as well as the fact that our president, Donald Trump, and the American people and Congress has been asking for what were in those FISA warrant applications in which a Democrat sitting president was a, in his administration was involved in the surveillance of the opposition party campaign. And we knew just, uh, you know, our, 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 third, uh, our third eye told us that there was something really sketchy going on because everything else was absolutely leaked from the first second that Donald Trump took office. But we couldn't find out, and nothing was leaked in terms of what was in those applications. However, Devin Nunes came out with his memo in which he said that the the FISA warrant applications were based, and and this was according to Andrew McCabe, on the basis of the dossier, which we know was propaganda. Uh, I meant to give out the phone number. I I already got all hyped up. The dynamite already came out over this topic, 888-344-1170, if you'd like to chime in. Of course, these documents came out redacted, 
They are still doing everything they can to keep the American public from finding out the truth. Because from the get-go, this entire narrative was lies. Every aspect of this was lies. We had the Obama administration, and, and by the way, we know that Obama was the one who was behind all of this because Jim Clapper, when he was in an interview, I think it was with uh, CNN, not that it matters, but he was in an interview with CNN and in, in an attempt to, when he was put, asked the question, well, gee, if Russia was doing all this nefarious stuff in the summer of 2016, what was Obama doing about it? Why didn't he do something about it? Oh, yeah, Jim Clapper says. Let me tell you what Obama did about it. He launched the surveillance of the Trump campaign. So we have an Obama administration, and I was asking from day one. I'm not a comma JD. David Katz is going to be here at 15 past to answer some questions for us because he is not only an attorney but a former U.S. attorney. I, I know, just like the American people, we don't have to be an attorney to know that as citizens, the government is supposed to have probable cause before they start investigating us. They're not even supposed to pull us over the side of the road unless they can give us a reason why. They've got a speeding or whatever. The American people know this. Well, the FISA uh, application came out this weekend, and of course it was redacted, but there was enough to come out and enough evidence to where President Trump has said, I want the security clearances revoked from John Brennan, from uh, Clapper, from Comey, from McCabe, from Susan Rice. And I'm like, wait a second, McCabe? A man who, the only person so far in this entire illegal, I I don't even, the Spygate doesn't even seem to cover it. I mean, this is so much bigger and so much worse than Watergate. And so far, we've only gotten one person in which charges were recommended. Still hasn't been indicted yet. And that's Andrew McCabe. And he still has a security clearance? We now know, and it has been confirmed, that the Nunes memo was correct. The spying of the Trump campaign was based on propaganda paid for by Hillary Clinton. The FISA courts were lied to about it. Everybody involved has been engaging in obstruction of justice in in every aspect, from failing to comply with subpoenas, from hiding behind classified markings, classified um, classifications, top secret classifications in order to withhold information that was not classified, just embarrassing, and not even really embarrassing, but criminal. We also know that there was obstruction of justice in the form of lying going on. We now know all of that. So you tell me why any of those people still have a security clearance. And when it comes to John Brennan, some interesting things came about. First of all, we find out that this was a man. Tell me how he got one in the first place. This was a man who, as we talked about last week, uh, voted communist back in 1980 at the height of the Cold War. War. This man was voting for the Communist Party. This is the same man as I talked about with Brigitte Gabriel last week. The same man who went to the Islamic Society of North America, an organization that has terrorist ties to Hamas, was an unindicted co-conspirator in the Holy Land Foundation trial, and he went to them as a friend. This was well known. How in the world did he ever get a security clearance? And now he's a part of all of this. He was the man who launched this narrative. We had to hear all last week, culminating with Rosenstein at some security summit in Aspen, talking about the evils of Russia and their disinformation campaign. And that's what was going on here from the get-go. And it all started with John Brennan. 
He's the one who pushed, according to Kimberly Strassel in the Wall Street Journal, he was the one who pushed the narrative from the beginning. Here is a man, by the way, who is on the payroll of MSNBC. I want you guys to uh, read it. I'm going to post this um, article. It was, it's called An Open Letter to Mr. Brennan. It's written by a former CIA operative and, and hat tip to Sidney Powell, who's going to be on tomorrow night's show for uh, making me aware of this. This is from a man named Sam Caddis, former CIA operative, who wrote um, an article, it's actually an open letter to Mr. Brendan, telling him to stop pretending that he is some nonpartisan guy. That's, that's how, what, how the FBI and the DOJ and all of them have been lying to us and been at, preying upon our trust in, their, in them as an institution, pretending that they're nonpartisan law and order people who just care, patriots who just care about this country. That's crap. This article is fantastic from a former CIA officer who goes in to say this. You are not, I beg you to stop attempting to portray yourself as some sort of wise, all-knowing intelligence professional with deep knowledge of national security issues and no political inclinations whatsoever. You were never a spy. You were never a case officer. You never ran ops. You never recruited sources or worked the streets abroad. You have no idea whatsoever of the true nature of the business of human intelligence. You have never been in harm's way. You've never heard a shot fired in anger. You were for a short while an intelligence analyst, which this article goes on to explain, was basically he was the dude that went into Bill Clinton's office in the morning and read a briefing to him prepared for by somebody else. And it was on that basis and that relationship that launched his political career. This article goes into detail that this man is nothing but a political hack operative, just like all the rest of them, just like uh, McCabe, Strzok, Page, Comey, every one of them, Rosenstein, Mueller, and Ray. Not one of them has any business to be involved in any investigation of a U.S. citizen. It is disturbing to me today that in this country that these people, the, these domestic enemies that vi- have violated and continue to perpetrate this kind of corruption and crime on the American people. This is the disinformation campaign that was an attempt to interfere in our election. And then it was used to launch a special prosecutor investigation for a coup attempt to unseat us. And people last week were all day long, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, yammering over, over a couple word choices from Trump in a press conference in Helsinki. This is the greatest threat to our country right now. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to a former U.S. prosecutor, a former U.S. attorney. Uh, David Katz is going to be here because I want to know, you know, what there, there's got to be actual crimes involved in these FISA warrants and this it's not even enough to have their security clearances revoked I want to know what actual crimes can be leveled against these people because unless we actually have people held accountable in the form of prosecutions in the form of them in Leavenworth our country's gone stay tuned more Andrea K show coming up be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Liberty Tobacco is San Diego's oldest independent tobacco dealer with something new always going on. Pipe smokers, or those of you thinking about smoking your first pipe, July will be the month to visit Liberty Tobacco's Kearney Mesa store and check out what are called the basket pipes. These are sometimes called beginner pipes, but make no mistake about them, they are all briar just like the premium line of pipes. Plus, they have European craftsmanship behind them as well. They are simply priced at a budget level, and now for the month of July, they will be on display for an additional 15% off retail. While you're there, be sure to ask about Liberty's Pipe Club, where you will get added benefits. And it's a great way to stay on the cutting edge of everything going on in the pipe world. It's all at Liberty Tobacco on Claremont Mesa Boulevard in the Ethan Allen Shopping Center, or shop online at libertytobacco.com. The best pipes, the best cigars, the best tobacco, terrific people. They're open seven days a week. Liberty tobacco brooklinen.com i discovered brooklinen b-r-o-o-k-l-i-n-e-n brooklinen.com founded back in april of 2014 by a husband and wife team who knew that the problem with the betting industry is the crazy markups most betting is marked up as much as 300 percent well vicky and rich said we can do better we can have the softest most comfortable sheets imaginable at reasonable prices my brooklinen sheets are absolutely the best most comfortable sheets i've ever slept on and i want you to have the same experience brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use the promo code Gallagher at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. Now, the only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use the promo code Gallagher. Get going. Get the best sheets ever. Brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N. Brooklinen.com. Promo code Gallagher. Brooklinen. Believe me. These are the best sheets ever. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $150, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, you should give Physicians Mutual Insurance Company a call. 1-800-709-3321. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired or on Medicare. Plus, you can choose any dentist you'd like. That's right, any dentist you want. Call and we'll rush you a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-709-3321. That's 1-800-709-3321. 1-800-709-3321. 
Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170 if you would like to call in the show. Uh, before the break, we were talking about President Trump wanting to revoke the security clearances uh, from people that have no business having a security clearance in the first place. Why Susan Rice got a security clearance after this woman went around after Benghazi and lied to the American people that it was about a video? It was never about a video. We all know that it was about Benghazi was about a terrorist attack that was planned. That's why Ambassador Stevens and others sent 400 requests for increased security clearances, increased security in Benghazi. Susan Rice still has a security clearance. Why is that? Why is that the standard when you are no longer in your position in the government? Your security clearance should be at least suspended, and then after your time, if you if you want to go back into public life and you get reelected or you get appointed to a new position, then you have to go through the security clearance process again. That's what should go on. It's and then to hear that there are Republicans like. I think it was Cornyn or either Cornyn or Corker who came out and said that, oh, President Trump shouldn't do that because that's really setting a, a precedent. You know, I, I, something along the lines of, you know, that's a real serious thing to do. Well, you know what? What's a real serious thing to do? Weaponizing the FBI and the DOJ against American citizens for politics. That's the kind of stuff that happens in the USSR. You know, that country that everybody was so hysterical about last week. Crimes were committed here. Not only was this a part of covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton, in large part that's what it was, a deflection from that, but it was also an attempt to interfere in the election and then to launch a coup attempt to unseat President Trump. In the course of this, though, there were crimes committed by people. I'm just not sure exactly what and what and whether or not uh, anybody will be held to account. Joining me now is former Assistant U.S. Attorney David Katz. Hi, David. Welcome back to The Andrea K. Show. Hi. Great to be with you. Okay, so uh, we know a few things, David, and I'm glad to have you with me. We know uh, now, according to even the un- even the redacted FISA apps, uh, and I don't know if you read all 400 pages. I don't know who did. But what we do know, David, is that these FISA apps were based upon a propaganda uh, file that was paid for by Hillary Clinton and the DNC. And, and that's a whole other story because you're actually actually not, according to campaign laws, supposed to be operating as the nominee for a party and in control of the party. She was as both. She had hijacked the DNC. She paid for this dossier that was then used by the FBI and the DOJ, which was unsubstantiated. They knew this. They've admitted to that. They used this. They went and lied to the FISA courts, did not tell the FISA courts. They are required, according to this FISA court thing, uh, the, the whole FISA court process, they are required to share anything that might, um, I don't want to say mitigating or uh, I'm, I'm struggling to find the legal term for that, but anything that sheds, that, that sheds the target in a favorable light, they are required to disclose. 
So they were. Well, Andrea, you know, I try to just speak on legal matters. And on the legal matter, this is very unusual simply because we're seeing a FISA application. In my memory, this is the first FISA application that's been publicized to this extent. And there are about 300 pages, about three quarters of it are still redacted. But you can kind of make your way through the 100 pages that have been released. And I know you're going to find this controversial. But I think the substance was revealed to the FISA court, and there were four different Republican judges, and it was only ruled on by four Republican judges. And you have to remember one last thing. It was renewed uh, two or three times, which meant two things. Number one, it went to new Republican judges who approved it yet another time, and it purported to have found foreign intelligence, which sustained the right to keep the FISA surveillance going. So there's all that to deal with. Now, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the famous footnote where it said that the FBI and the government did not expressly reveal to the FISA judge, at least in one of the applications, did not reveal that this was opposition research that was in part paid for by the DNC. I think it's supposed to be to the tune of about $160,000. But it was revealed that it was basically kind of opposition research. Now, beyond that, because it was done originally by the Republicans against Trump in the primary, remember? And that's how Christopher Steele got on board. And then Christopher Steele had valuable information. He had a background of working on Trump for Trump's Republican opponents. And then he went over and got some funds uh, from the DNC because the opposition research to Trump became valuable to the Democrats because now in the general election, it was the Democrats against uh, Trump. Okay, well, you, you veered away from the legalities and got into the political end of it. And let me tell you, let me tell you where uh, you went off the rails for me. I don't care who's what judge is uh, registered under what party. Just like I don't care that Rosenstein is a Republican. I don't care that Ray says he's a Republican because what I see when President Trump, from a political standpoint, when he went to Washington, he faces two opposition parties. What we have is a deep state uh, that is corrupted, and that involves both parties. So I'm not impressed that some judge signed off to something who was, who was a Republican or who was a Republican appointee. That is absolutely meaningless to me. From a legal standpoint, it's not a small matter that and I don't care who originally paid Christopher for Steele. This dossier was paid for by Hillary Clinton and the DNC. And in, that was not a small matter that was withheld from the FISA courts. And on top of it, Jim Comey said that it was unsubstantiated and unverified. And if this dossier was so credible and anything in it so valid that it should rightfully have some judge sign off on it, then why did on multiple occasions did from Clapper to Comey to Rosenstein to John Brennan refuse to acknowledge that it was the key reason for why the FISA uh, apps were the key basis on the FISA apps? Why did, well, why Andrea, did they do, why didn't they just say that? Andrea, if you're expressing skepticism about all the things that the FBI and law enforcement do, welcome to the team. This is what I do for a living as a criminal defense attorney. So on one aspect, when I see Giuliani, former prosecutor, and he's acting as a criminal defense attorney, just in terms of sort of professional privilege, I think, you know what? You're fighting for the defense. You're fighting for the would-be accused uh, Donald Trump. So I, I respect that on that level. And if you are questioning that the FBI ought to disclose more, they ought to tape more, they ought to present more exculpatory evidence to the grand jury, I am with you. 
But tell me that you're not just looking out for the rights of Trump. You're looking out for the rights of all the people who are accused, all the people who are charged, because that's what I do for a living. And that is a very worthy thing to do. And if Trump is illustrating how important that is, more power to the fact that people are tuning in to the fact that individual rights matter. They do matter. And when uh, people's rights have been trampled, as they were in this case here, Carter Page and others, you know, I, I, I don't let me let me back up and give you an example of where I come from. When Hillary Clinton and her felonious email scheme and that IG report that came out proved that she committed, uh, we already knew she committed crimes before the IG report, but when the IG report came out and basically laid out in hundreds of pages the fact that the fix was in, they were covering for her. They did they did everything they could to cover up her crimes. Oh, gee, 750,000 emails have been uh, found on a laptop by a pedophile uh, husband of Huma Abedin. Let's cover that up. That's just one, one small example. When her felonious email scheme was first revealed to the public, Her excuse was, well, uh, Colin Powell did the same thing. I said, well, I don't care. Then lock him up, too. I care about this U.S. Constitution. I care about the rule of law in this country. And it has been completely trampled when we have a secretary of state be allowed to delete 33,000 pieces of government document under subpoena. The rest of us would be in jail, David. And that is just one small example of the crimes that have been covered up by this FBI and the DOJ. And they covered it up and they did so in a manner that that this is far worse to me than Watergate. I have been at, we are supposed to trust that when we have our law enforcement come after us, that they are going to do it in a way that respects the U.S. Constitution. And that begins with probable cause. And I've been asking from day one, what was the probable cause on which a Democrat sitting president launched the surveillance surveillance of the opposition party team and they dragged their feet and, and just did now with re, uh, reveal, uh, releasing 400 pages uh, 300 of which were redacted because they don't want to show us because they never had probable cause. Andrea, I understand that you're very passionate, and I've seen people in this situation where they feel like someone's getting a raw deal, like the family of one of my clients or something, and they're very passionate about it. These things, you know, they raise very strong emotions in a sense that the government has to turn square corners and has to do things in a proper way. And, you know, the old expression is, um, what's a liberal a conservative who's been charged or investigated criminally. And it sure does bring out the civil liberty side of anyone to put themselves in the shoes of someone who's accused, has these accusations brought against them. And you feel like they're, they're false allegations. I mean, I understand that, you know, I understand that very clearly, but the main thing is to make sure that everyone's rights are respected. um, And that would be, um, the president's, that would be Hillary Clinton's, that would be James Comey's. Don't you agree? Everyone's rights have to be respected. When they talk about removing someone's security clearance, would you approve of Pompeo or Bolton having their security clearance removed the day they're out of office? Well, yeah. I, I actually think that that should be the standard because when somebody's no longer in office, they don't need to, and they're they're out in uh, private life. There is absolutely no need for them to continue to have a security clearance. What for? What are they going to do with it? I think well, that it know, should be. I think should it should be automatically suspended. Andrea, and then Andrea. if they come back into, I'm answering your question. They come back into public life. They need to go go further and and be subject to to that inspection again. In, in terms of, and I will tell you right now that if um, I I have been an incredibly vocal critic of Jeff Sessions. I 
think he has completely failed the, this this country. That special prosecutor, uh, special prosecution should have never happened. It was based upon lies. There's a reason why. And if and if uh, somebody that Trump appointed FBI director like Ray, who I think is is an, the I call him the alleged director because he's not directing anything but further cover, cover up in the deep state. But if it, it, I don't care who it is, you do like Comey. What did he do? He leaked. Supposedly, we needed this special prosecution because Comey was concerned that Trump was obstructing justice. So he leaks. So he leaks to the media. You know how Ray made his millions? He made his millions representing Governor Chris Christie, paid for by the taxpayers of New Jersey to defend him in the bridge gate. Yeah, I I don't have any use for Ray, but my point is, Comey, this was a man who leaked classified information. He should be in jail, not have a security clearance. McCabe, charges where he was uh, recommended for charges. He should have already had a security security clearance revoked. Susan Rice lied to the American people. I could sit here and go on and on and on. You commit crimes against this country? No, you shouldn't still have a security clearance. Andrea, let me ask you this. What do you make of Comey having the press conference uh, two weeks before the election and saying that Hillary Clinton was still under investigation when the FBI is not supposed to announce pending or ongoing investigations. That sure was a weird curveball. Well, yeah, well, I think, well, I mean, if, if Comey, I, you got to backtrack into July in which everything they did was meant to clear Hillary Clinton. So it's two weeks, it's a week or two before the election. They had tried to bury the laptop that was found with her entire tenure of Secretary of State, 750,000 emails. It was only because an FBI agent in New York City was like, I'm going to go public with this because you guys are dragging feet on this. Rosenstein actually falsified documents in the timeline regarding this. Comey then is forced to say something about it. So he comes out, reopens it, and exonerates her. That was meant to help her. At that point, she was, according to the polls, had an 80-something percent chance of winning. Comey thought that it was... it was basically Comey uh, coming out publicly to exonerate her. That's what it was about. They then tried to hang their hat and blame him for the fact that she lost, which was a bunch of crap. That was a move to help Hillary Clinton, not to hurt her. Andrea, let's think through this one, though. Let's assume that I got I'm past about, time for a break, so we got to wrap it up. Final thought. Uh, just that if you assume that the FISA warrant against Carter Page was all bad, that still doesn't exonerate or really help Trump at the end of the day. It might help Page. Think about it. I, I, I don't get your point because I'm not really interested in helping Trump. I'm interested in helping the rule of law. Well, I, I am. I am, too. So if we're all for the rule of law, I think we're moving in a good direction in this country because well, that's what keeps us safe. The well, rule of law. No, the rule of law keeps us safe and it was sub- subverted here. So, you know, I, I don't restate the question for me because I'm not sure I understood what, what your point was. Oh, if you were to suppress all of the information they got about Carter Page, it still wouldn't answer the question, was there collusion uh, by the Trump administration with Russia? It wouldn't answer many of the other questions that Trump is under investigation for. It wouldn't get rid of the Trump investigation or Mueller's investigation, even if there was something wrong with the FISA application as to Page. Why? Because where's the probable cause? No, what I'm saying is it wouldn't all be the fruit of the poisonous tree. It looks like very little. Sure it would. Sure it is, because there there must be probable cause. That's that's why they were withholding the FISA apps, because they knew that it was all based on this dossier. And they they had nothing else. And there must be probable cause. Trump Jr., the meeting at Trump Tower with Trump Jr. wasn't the fruit of Carter Page. That was found out a whole different but that's way. Not that why, invest- but that's not what, the, that's not what launched the, the investigation. 
Well, I guess we'll see. We'll all have to wait and see. That's what good lawyers do, right? And good journalists. Wait I, and see. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking, I, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I should have gone to, to uh, law school myself because, you no, know. You can come anytime. I used to be a law <laughs> professor, but I don't think I ever had a student as bright as you. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much for being here, David Katz. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. All right. Uh, DJ Carrot Sticks is waving his arms like crazy because I am so past needing to go to a break. And uh, when we come back, did you guys know? Got to shift gears for a minute and have some fun. Did you guys know the Dems are, they're, they're rebooting, they're working out, trying to, t- testing out more slogans uh, for the Democrats. There's one slogan that might not work for them anymore, and it's the free college. Bob Walters is going to be here, and we're going to be talking about that. So don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. You're a successful sales pro. You're making good money. So what's missing? Well, we may have the answer. Salem Media is the largest Christian and conservative media company in America. And right now, our award-winning digital, mobile, and broadcast sales marketing team has a rare opportunity for the right person. We're looking for a digital and broadcast sales consultant, an experienced, uncompromising self-starter who understands selling and advertising strategies for digital and broadcast. You'll work with existing clients and develop new business with retailers and ad agencies. The position requires computer literacy, excellent verbal and written communication, a winning attitude, and a desire to achieve a high level of success in a fun and upbeat environment for a company voted as one of the best and brightest to work for in the past three years. If this sounds like the right career move for you, log on to SalemMediaGroup.com. Click on Careers, then choose the San Diego location. SalemMediaGroup.com, Careers, San Diego. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. Dennis Prager here. Summer is upon us, and many of you are looking to buy or refinance a home. I'm here with a man I have great respect for, Andy Stike of Purpose Funding. Andy, what's going on in the local housing market? So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt, paying off student loans, paying off high-interest credit cards. We had one person saved 950 another 1100 and one client saved over $1,600 a month. So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money? Yes, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was us. So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855-600-7633, 855-600-7633. Purpose Funding, 855-600-7633. Gary number 0186-4104, MLS number 273-299. 
Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. See website for details. Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can. Because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free consultations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword VISION11 to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free appointment to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text VISION11 to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text VISION11 to 350350. That's VISION11 to 350350. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Ooh, I got to move off talking about them FISA warrants and all that stuff. Make my blood pressure go too high. Got to have a little fun. Did you guys know that the Democrats actually had that? They're trying to come out with a slogan, okay, going into 2018 and 2020. Because, I mean, how do you top make America great again. How do you top America first? It's It was not only brilliant branding, but it really touched the hearts of Americans. And it was really, it, it showed that President Trump really understood what was going on with the American people, where we were at as a country. So the left is trying to come up with something. Well, they last week they tried, quote, for the people, which if you think about it, and a lot of people had a lot of fun with it, um, including Mike Huckabee. Huckabee, I mean, is he not like the funniest Mike Huckabee? He's like the funniest guy. He's like, he says, um, he, uh, vote Democrat and we'll, um, vote Democrat and we'll scream at you in restaurants. He says that's, that's one slogan for the Democrats. Another one is uh, the Dems. So cool, we don't need ice. And then his last one, which is funny but kind of also sad at the same time, is Demo- uh, vote Democrat and we'll force nuns to pay for abortions. He has got to be like the slickest, funniest dude. Uh, when you're when you're when you you're providing that much material for the Republicans, you know you re, you really are off the track with your with your slogan uh, for the people. It, you know was actually kind of if you think about it, it's kind of perfect for them because that's really what Marxism is all about. It's all about of you know to I can't remember the slogan from the communists, but it's basically about you know to each you know to each is need from each is ability. It's basically an income redistribution scheme. But the problem for the Democrats, as it was so easy for people on Twitter to mock them for the people, it's like, you know, clearly they're talking about illegal aliens because that's the people that they're most interested in. The average American is going to have to vote. They want to, if the average American wants to put their kid through college these days, they got to work three jobs versus the Democrats, the illegals. Get to, you know, come here and, you know, get free college, free, free all kinds of benefits, free housing, free food, free this, free that. So clearly when the Democrats talk about for the people, they must be talking about for the illegal aliens, at least for their children. Joining me now to talk about uh, the free college uh, mantra. That was the big slogan from Bernie Sanders in 2016 is my guy, Bob Walters, education expert, author of the book, Facing Reality in American America's education system, which you can get on Amazon, and please go do so. Hi, Bob. Welcome back to the show. Hello. Good to talk to you again. You too. Um, I w- actually did. I got to tell you, last week I did this um, video shoot, 
because I'm also an on-camera spokesperson. I do different types of projects. So during lunch, I was sitting with this guy. His name was Bob. Hey, Bob, if you're listening, he listens every night. Um, which was funny. I go to this video shoot. I'm not there two minutes. Somebody comes up. Oh, you're dynamite in a dress. I listen to you every night. A super sweet guy. So we're talking over lunch, and he's telling me that uh, there was some big event, um, political event, that was actually hosted at his high school. And he starts telling me, Bob, about how, you know, high schools just aren't what they used to be, and his favorite class was shop class back in the day. Yeah, that's that's a sad thing that there are not more of them around, but we're trying to get them back into school so the kids have a good option and not be forced to go to college if they're not really up to doing the college work. Well, right now, yeah. And, you know, lately the left, uh, in 2016, Bernie Sanders, whose nomination was stolen from him by the Democrat Party, his big thing was free college. Free, 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 free. And nobody could ever, the Democrats, when asked in interviews, well, who's going to pay for that? They never had an answer for it. We That is, you know, at the time, the Democrats were trying to act as though this kind of free socialist mantra and the free college was really just part of the fringe of the party. And that's not true anymore. In fact, now you've got this Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. All of them are coming out with free college. That's uh, on their platform. That's happening here in California. Uh, Meanwhile, you sent me an article this morning that shows that um, there's more uh, minorities going to college these days, but but fewer and fewer are actually graduating. So I'm thinking, well, wait a second. We're supposed to be paying free college. For all these different people, which is there's no such thing as free. It's going to cost the taxpayers a lot of money and they're not even going to graduate. Yeah, it's about 60 percent after six years still haven't graduated from community college, which costs millions of dollars for nothing. It's a waste. Why are they not graduating? Why are so few graduating? You know, I think a lot of it is because when they get out of high school with a D average or whatever minimum is required these days, they go into college and not really prepared. They, they, they're not able to cope with the college level stuff and so they they just linger on or maybe get jobs on the outside and and hope for the best someday but most of them do not graduate so if it was all for free it would be worse well if people would be going who, who really shouldn't be in college well yeah well but it's going to be free in one way or another because a lot of these college kids that are coming out that that are dropping out still have debt And or they either have debt that they've taken out on their own because a lot of them, you know, what kid can afford even a community college these days, the tuition. So most most kids are taking out loans and they're come And if they're not graduating, they're probably not getting a job to be able to pay that back. The left is pushing for for not just free college, but also at the same time, they're pushing for an elimination of all student loan debt. So oh, yeah. that's going to be paid for by the taxpayers as well. Meanwhile, the the article that you sent to me showed that, and this is so classic. You know, the majority of the the majority of those not making it through are the minority students. So you know, we're pushing in this country to get more and more and more through affirmative affirmative action and other means to get more minorities into college. And if they're not ready for it, they're just going to drop out, and either they're going to be stuck with loans they can't pay, or we are. One or the other. Yeah, and it's a shame because it doesn't aid to society at all, nor to the kids. It's just a lose-lose proposition. Right, and the, art, the person who wrote this article was some professor at UC Berkeley. It was like, you know, uh, what had happened is when the, when the reality of the dropout rate from these colleges came about, a lot of the state money that's going there, a lot of the, the legislators were like, well, why are we putting – because state schools are partially funded – 
by state taxpayers dollars. And oh, yeah. so yeah, and yeah. so um some lawmakers are like, "Well, why are we giving the money to these institutions to help support these institutions uh instead of giving money to these institutions on the basis of enrollment, we need to back off and give them money on the basis of how many graduate." So then yes. this UC Berkeley, <laughs> the, so then this UC Berkeley professor was like, "Well, that's just going to punish kids." Well, no it's not. Taxpayers are being punished right now. That's correct. It's just it's his position is unbelievable because it just means that uh, they're looking for the free ride for kids that aren't really taking advantage of it or able to do it. And what's the purpose? I mean, we're just bleeding society to death rather than helping the kids that are bright to get something on with college. You want to help the, the bright students get on with something great for their career? I'm all for it. But again, it has to be decided who's paying for this. Not everybody is meant to go to college. A lot of people are being pushed to go into, because Obama was Mr. These manufacturing jobs aren't coming back, there was this push to get kids into all these liberal arts schools and get all these degrees that are worthless and don't match up with the jobs that we actually have in this country, many of which are construction jobs. That's why we need shop classes and trade school classes back in our, in our high schools. We also need to stop devaluing what was considered to be you know, blue-collar you know, jobs. There's nothing wrong with that. Those are very meaningful jobs. Thank goodness we've got people that are willing to do those jobs or we wouldn't have any construction projects going on. In our well, lives. That, that, that one uh, cartoon that I sent you is very true. Starting salary for pricey four-year student graduating from a liberal arts degree gets maybe 25000 30000 a year, whereas a starting salary upon graduation for a welder who's finished his trade school is 50000 I mean, and there's no debt. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we, we need to start – you know, changing the minds of people out there and start and keeping this dialogue going because, you know, the, the, not everybody, uh, I, I want everybody, I loved going to college. When I go into LSU, I almost wore my LSU tiger shirt tonight. You know, I don't want to like send them, <laughs> send the message out there that I'm not pro university. I mean, that literally was the greatest time of my life because I grew so much as a person as well as developing my, my professional skills. So I don't mean to give the perception that I'm running down colleges and universities. It's fantastic, but it's just not for everybody. And on top of it, we are not dealing with, which is kind of a sideline conversation here, something we want to tackle at another time, but tuition costs are out of control. And these, and the reason for that is not being addressed. And the reason for that is because they're government institutions, just like we've got waste and bloated budgets at every other, you know, uh, government institution, whether it's the DMV or the, you know, the Department of Education or, you know, DHS, that's what's going on at the state schools. So, you know, on top of the wrong kids going to school, um, coming out with too much debt, with degrees that are worthless, the reason why the debt's so high is because nobody is dealing with the reason why the tuitions are out of control. It is out of control. It's way too high, and it goes up dramatically every year. I mean, there's no end to it, so <laughs> something has to be done. All right. Well, next time you come on, I want us to talk about what it, it, progress you're making in bringing trade schools and shop classes back. And maybe, I don't know if, you've, if you're working on any conferences coming up or if you've got any meetings coming up with school boards, um, but that's something we want to keep bringing attention to. Okay. I'll be happy to do that. All right. And tell everybody again about your book and where they can find it. Facing Reality in American Education, and you can get it on Amazon. And that's my... Love to have you read it. Yes. And uh, that's my guy, Bob Walters. Thank you for being here, Bob. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Take All right. care. All right. Now, stay tuned because we're going to come back. We've got to talk about why. Another reason why I can't hardly get my entertainment reporter, Della B, back. 
Hollywood's gone. They've done runoff Della La B now. And we've got another reason to tell you why. And what journalist. Ooh, you're going to love this story so much. What journalist got fired because she's a never Trumper and she got all ugly and went all ugly on Twitter. You're going to love this story. Don't go anywhere. Marie Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Unfortunately, your next fill-up at the pump won't be half price. Your next night out won't be half price either. Here you go. I'll take that whenever you're ready. No rush. And your next trip to the grocery store, well, we know how that's going to go. But here's the good news. A quality private education can be had for your child at half price. AM 1170 The Answer proudly presents our private school half-off tuitions. Take your pick from quality schools, including City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, Heartland Christian Homeschool Center, Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, Vista Christian School, and John Paul the Great Catholic University. New schools are being added all the time. Check out the complete list now at AM. 1170theanswer.com. But hurry, before the school you had your eye on sells out. Then call the half-off tuition hotline at 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. 
Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hey, DJ Carrot Sticks, have you ever heard of a show called Rick and Morty? Yeah, it's a real popular animated show. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess it's on. I had never heard of it. I've never been in animation. Even when I was a kid, I didn't watch cartoons much. The only cartoon I liked as a kid was Foghorn Leghorn. That was about it. Looney Tunes? Yeah. Just, I say, I say, I say, boy. I say, boy. <laughs> Can you find a clip of uh, Foghorn Leghorn for me? <laughs> I just, <laughs> just even trying to sound like Foghorn Leghorn cracks me up. So I had never heard of this animated thing. I've never seen Family Guy. I've never seen one episode of The Simpsons. I mean, just animated stuff's not my thing. But this is this story tonight is in follow up to last week in which uh, we discussed. I think it might have been Friday show, either Thursday or Friday. DJ Carrot Sticks was out about this guy, uh, director of Guardians of the Galaxy, and all of his tweets about um, child rape and molestation. They were just horrifying. Uh, the article starts out talking about how horrifying they were. One of the Hollywood articles, just going to show how bad Hollywood is, they start an article describing how horrific these tweets were and then turned him into or attempted to turn him into a victim uh, because these tweets were exposed. They were from a couple years ago and they were brought to light by the conservatives, Jack Prisobiec, as well as others. Um, Gee, so, you know, I guess it's okay to be, you know, joking about child rape and and, uh, all kinds of pedophilia as long as it's not seen. Um, So now we bring to you another story. Um, of Rick and Morty creator Dan Harmon. He deleted his Twitter account after he... He didn't just make a bad joke. This was a man who actually created a video depicting child rape. And he says, begins the video by saying, Hi, I'm Dan Harmon. You're about to watch my controversial new pilot, Daryl. The video, uh, according to this article, the video is so so graphic and he uses such explicit language that they couldn't even publish it in written form that's how bad this was he calls it daryl because it was supposed to be you know a takeoff a parody of the uh, showtime a crime show dexter which i've never seen which was dexter i guess is about a serial killer i think it was a serial killer that killed serial killers yes um suppose i and i've never seen dexter either um this, uh, I don't know, the article doesn't go on to say who outed him. Um, he is also, in addition to Rick and Morty, he's also the executive producer of Harmontown, Good Game, and Community. He was also the creator and head writer of the Sarah Silverman program. Well, that explains a lot. We know how absolutely disgusting and vile that excuse for a human being is. Um, so we'll see if there's any backlash on Cartoon Network for, for this. The man created a video of child rape. This is Hollywood. This is why I can't even get my entertainment reporter back. She says she's so over Hollywood and their disgusting grossness that she doesn't even want to do a report on them anymore. But here's a good news story. Last week, um, it, this story actually kind of broke about Sherry, Sherry, I don't know if it's Sherry or Sherry Jacobus, longtime well-known uh, never-Trumper, hates President Trump so much. This story about tweets from her broke on the same day that uh, Judge Janine actually with the whole view thing. So this story didn't get as much play as it should. But Sherry Jacobus, you guys remember who Michael Caputo was? He's the guy whose life has been pretty much destroyed by the Mueller investigation. Uh, she tweeted to him. Michael Caputo, are your daughters ugly like you, or can Trump use them at the Epstein parties so they can survive when you're broke, bitter, alone, and in prison for treason? 
you guys remember who Epstein is, right? Lolita Island. So basically, she's putting it out there. His, his daughters are toddlers. She went on to say, don't worry, Caputo, when you're broken in prison for treason, I'm sure Trump can find use for your young daughters to help them pay the bills. Maybe some Epstein parties. So there were multiple tweets along these lines. So uh, he tweeted to them, and uh, thank goodness, uh, she is a writer for uh, USA Today. And the editor said that the, our, um, the USA Today spokesperson told the rap, our editors let Jacobus know that she would no longer be writing for USA Today. She used to be a writer for The Hill. She hasn't written for them for a while. The Hill says that they have no plans to publish her in the future. Thank you. There are some people. She claims to be a Republican and said that, you know, she's a member of the RNC. There is no excuse for this. This is just absolutely horrific. I'm glad she got what was coming to her. Let's hope she doesn't get any continued work. Uh, There was others. In fact, I responded to her last week and I said, you know what? I don't care about your politics. You're a disgusting human being when you talk about the child rape and rape of toddlers. No excuse for that whatsoever. Hey, we're going to be right back here tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Me and DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, you know what we're trying to do. And we'll be right back tomorrow night doing it at 6 p.m. The Andrea K. Show is sponsored by Andrea K.